Renegade Nation, remember 9-11, 17 years ago. George W. Bush speaking to the country. Listen. citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge, huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat. But they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world, and no one will keep that light from shining. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. And we responded with the best of America, with the daring of our rescue workers with the caring of, for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. Immediately following the first attack, I implemented our government's emergency response plans. Our military is powerful and it's prepared. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. The functions of our government continue without interruption.
federal agencies in Washington which had to be evacuated today are reopening for essential personnel tonight and will be open for business tomorrow. Our financial institutions remain strong and the American economy will be open for business as well. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. I appreciate so very much the members of Congress who have joined me in strongly condemning these attacks. And on behalf of the American people, I thank the many world leaders who have called to offer their condolences and assistance. America and our friends and allies join with all those who want peace and security in the world. And we stand together to win the war against terrorism. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve for the children whose worlds have been shattered, for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. America has stood down enemies before, and we will do so this time. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you, good night, and God bless America. America. 
So you only believe the official 9-11 story because you don't know the official 9-11 story. My name is Richie, Renegade Talk Radio, where we don't sugarcoat poop here in Las Vegas and around the country and around the world. Thank you so much for all the downloads from the staff here at Renegade. We really, really appreciate it as Renegade continues to grow, along with Alex Jones, E.G., Toxic Wise-Ass, Terrorist Therapist, Carl Higby, formerly of Fox News in the White House. Today is 9-11, 17 years ago. I don't believe the official story of 9-11 because I know the official story of 9-11. And during the past 16 years, Renegade Nation, I have not met a single individual who, after doing research on the subject, switched from questioning the official narrative of the events of 9-11-2001 to believing the official narrative of those events. It is always the other way around. Why do you think that is? There are good reasons for this, Renegade Nation, and I will try to explain this phenomenon right now. The term conspiracy theorist, perhaps the most misapplied description in our vernacular, is often used to describe 9-11 truthers. And perhaps that term does apply to a segment of the 9-11 truth movement. But in most cases, a more accurate description of 9-11 truthers is probably expert or scholar or researcher. Because you see, Renegade Nation, much of the doubt cast on the official narrative of the events of 9-11 has not come in the form of speculated accusations or theories. And in fact, Renegade Nation, it has become in the form of questions that have been raised after a careful, careful study of the official and undisputed events and details. So 17 years have passed since the infamous or the infamous events of uh, September 11, 2001, took place, and the majority of people still don't know a damn thing about the actual details of that event. And they don't know what was going on in our country with regard to the military that day either. And they don't know the history or the activities of key members of our government, defense establishment, or intelligence communities on, on during that week. And in some cases, Renegade Nation, the years leading up to that day, they don't know what took place during or immediately following the events of that day, and they don't know what actions were taken by the, these key people, as I call them psychopaths, that following that event. But as in the case with so many issues, people tend to stand strong and argue a position or a voice, an opinion about the event like 9-11. But when questioned about many details surrounding that event, they have no answers. They are clueless. And they are, in fact, dumbfounded. And I, I cannot tell you how many times I've discussed the events of 9-11 with an outraged citizen who cannot believe that I would accuse our own government of such a terrible thing as conducting a false flag operation only to hear the phrase, no, I did not know that. It is that is that true? Repeated over and over as I educate them about those little things called details. I cannot count the pale stuff face done looks on people's faces as I expose them to some of the official facts that never suspected and never knew. I have walked away from many a confrontation with newly educated patriotic Americans only to worry whether or not they would again resume breathing correctly. They would never do such a thing. A common start and end to any intelligent discussion about the events of 9-11 is prefaced by the assumption, Renegade Nation, that no American would betray his 
or her country by allowing or conducting an attack on the American people. Well, the people who take this position know nothing about history, let alone human nature, and they also don't know about the public positions, declarations, speeches, and published documents written by the people who ran our nation on that day. False flag operations have taken place for generations in this nation and nations around the world. Many of these operations have been exposed, but proof Proof of many of these activities is probably hidden away in a secret document or documents that may one day come to light. But you can, however, start your exploration on the topic by researching one plan for America's self-inflicted terrorism that became public. Operation Northwoods. Do I detect my first? I didn't know about this. Is this true? May I suggest you also peek into the neoconservative teachings of the principles involved in running our nation at the time of the new Pearl Harbor that took place in 2001. I cannot believe how many people do not know the genesis or mission of the 9-11 Keene Commission. Let me, put, let me repeat that to you, Renegade Nation. The Keene Commission. From the initial appointment of one of America's most nefarious political figures as its original leader, Henry Kissinger, to its executive director, whose area of expertise and education were in the creation and maintaining of public myths, Philip Zico, people have no idea as to who compromised or what the mandate was for this commission. And to give you some kind of idea as to why the findings of this commission cannot be be used to back up any talking points on the topic of 9-11, let me remind you what the official task of the commission was. Renegade Nation, I want you to think about this. The Keene Commission was told to document the official story and make national security recommendations based on that story. And the only information that was to be included in the official report had to match the official story. So if any one member of the committee objected to any testimony or finding, that piece of information was to be left out of the report. And for some examples of this, you can talk to thousands of people who became 9-11 truthers as a result of their testimony being omitted that's right, omitted from and contradicted by the final report. So starting with the WTC worker credited with being the last man out of the World Trade Center, William Rodriguez, see if he can tell you why, after being invited to the White House and meeting with George W. Bush, his testimony about witnessing explosions in the sub-basement of the World Trade Center moments prior to the first plane hitting the building was omitted, omitted, from the Keene Report. And for much details, you can read David Ray Griffin's book called The 9-11 Commission Report, Omissions and Distortions. It pretty much translated the Keene Report, Renegade Nation, into a stack of rather harsh and useless toilet paper. Are the I did not know this is true responses piling up yet? Are you even qualified to discuss this issue? What people don't understand, Renegade Nation, is when discussing issues like 9-11, is that not everyone is qualified to join that discussion, let alone impose an opinion on the topic. 9-11 is not really a topic that is open to opinion. The conclusion you draw from the facts are open to opinion. But what many people don't realize about the 9-11 truth movement is that its opinions are based on facts and grounded in the reality that its members know more of the facts than the average person. And if you have a discussion with a doctor about medicine, your opinions and views on the subject don't exactly merit the same consideration as do those of a group of physicians.
A lot of people have been doing this since 2003, and not everyone is qualified to debate anybody on the issue like 9-11. Now, maybe it can be discussed, but you can ask a great number of questions and perhaps inform me or inform anybody about the aspects of the issue of which I'm not aware. But you can't impose your opinions on me, nor can you do that to a majority of 9-11 truthers. And by the way, when it comes to opinions versus the facts, facts win. Fox News watchers don't seem to be able to grasp that concept. There's a lot of people that can't grasp that concept. People have to realize, Renegade Nation, that what separates the unsuspecting mainstream masses from the 9-11 truth movement are factual information and details. Forget the claims. Forget the accusations. You don't need to go that far to understand that there is something fishy going on here and has been going fishy for since it happened and before it happened. Just look at the official body of evidence. It's all there, and it will make your head spin and you'll throw up in disgust. Don't listen to the accusations. Just examine the evidence. You'll understand so much if you really take a good look at it. And in time, if you do the research thoroughly, you may just compile a list of suspects, as have many of the 9-11 truthers have, have done. But they are not there yet. We really have enough official evidence to lead quite a few criminal indictments and I'm not kidding about this with you, Renegade Nation. But for now, let's just talk about the facts and hope that someday we will have the real answers declared by juries in a courtroom. Chances are that many of the truthers would be proven correct in their accusations. But again, for, for now, just look at the facts and understand that there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. And find out that it's okay to say, I did not know about this. Is this true? And if you don't know about the coincidental military drills taking place on September 11, 2001, or about the interesting little political cabal known as PNAC, or the Project for a New American Century, or if you didn't know what the WTC7 is, or the 1,500-plus architects and engineers who have, a serious, have serious questions about how and why you dropped like a pancake on 9-11, or if you don't know about the fact that up until his supposed murder, the FBI did not list Osama bin Laden as we wanted, as wanted for the events of 9-11, because in their own words, they have no proof of his involvement. And then, you are, you, now you're not qualified to enter a discussion about the event. You have a lot of homework to do before you can chime in on this 9-11 story. And so, on you go. Study, but finish the article first. And I bet the ranch that you'll be saying over and over, I didn't know this, I didn't, is it true? Here's a question that you should really be thinking about. Just, don't just chime in with your own uninformed opinion because I'm going to give you an answer to this question, the real honest answer. Why do you think, have drawn the conclusion that the official narrative of the events of 9-11 is a crock? To answer that is this. I did not always feel that way. As a matter of fact, within hours of the event, I emailed to all my friends a blistering attack on the Islamic uh, fundamentalism. And while some things that happened that day or did not happen that day or whatever happened that day and or week, I should say, it seemed very odd. I was not immediately suspicious of the story being told on TV about the event. So it took me almost about you know five years or so. I saw enough official information to make me realize that there was something, actually many things that were very, very wrong. I came across so many disturbing yet unofficial or unofficial undisputed facts that I started asking others about, about this. And most people did not know what I was talking about. Nobody knew the details. So 
Your answer is this. I don't believe the official story because I know the official story. I don't believe in the conclusion and the little tale of the 19 buffoons overtaking our national defense all by themselves. The official position on that, by the way, is that the FBI have no proof of the identity of the so-called hijackers or that they were any hijackers at all. They are, they are not listed on the passenger list, but you would not know that. But the official story and the facts are what made me realize something was very wrong with the public perception of what took place that day. And who was responsible for what took place that who, 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 yeah, what took place that day? The official story, when accepted and believed, morphs by any logic into a total and absolute fabrication. So if you believe the, the conclusion to the official story, you had better know that the story you better know the story from start to finish, okay, Renegade Nation? Don't approach it that this way that the Keene Commission approached it or by starting out accepting the explanation as truth. Study the events, study the official acknowledged body of evidence, and study the people who told you the story in the first place. And I bet it won't be long before you have as many questions as I do about that inf infamous day and about the people who control our government. And, of course, you'll be saying, I didn't know this. Is this true? So... I'm going to end this with a sampling of the questions that must be answered, or in the very least, investigated by impartial truth seekers. And they must not be ignored, Renegade Nation, or accepted simply because they were offered to frighten to a frightened nation by an administration defined by its lies. There are legitimate questions based on legitimate suspicions, and they are not for a single moment conspiracy theories. Number one, why did the news agencies report that the World Trade Center 7 collapsed almost a half hour before it did, even though it was not hit by a plane. Only It only had a few floors on fire and gave no indication that it was in any serious danger. Number two, why do we still believe the tale of the 19 hijackers when so many of the accused hijackers showed up alive within days? And why do we still believe the fable of the 19 hijackers when the FBI admitted that they are not sure about either of, either of the identity of the hijackers or if, they were, if there were any hijackers at all? Three, why was the World Trade Center 7 rebuilt, reopened, and reoccupied with no press attention? Wouldn't this be an important victory in American resolve and perseverance? Number four, why were the NORAD rules changed for the first time several weeks prior to 9-11, taking responsibility, authority for shooting down hijacked planes away from NORAD military command for the first time in history and given to a civilian named Donald Rumsfeld and then returned to NORAD the day after 9-11? Number five, why would the hijackers planning on attacking New York and Washington, D.C., drive from Florida, pass both D.C. and New York, and drive all, their, all the way to Maine, and then hinge on this huge operation on connecting a flight from Maine to Boston, where we are told that they hijacked the plane? Why wouldn't they fly out of the airports that are visible from their targets, like Newark or LaGuardia or JFK, or even some of the smaller local airports, that would have given them a clear easy path to their target and reduce the amount of time that our air defense systems would have been able to stop them. And number six, who placed all those uh, options on the airlines just prior to the event? Let me repeat that. Who placed all those put options on the airlines just prior to the 9-11 to the event? As if they knew the stock prices on those specific airlines would lose a huge amount of value. Why did George W. Bush Secret Service detail not rush the president to safety when it was evident that the nation was under attack? If the nation was under attack and they did not know the scope of the attack and the president's location was known, how did they not worry about being attacked in Florida? 
Why did they act as if they knew something, they knew that there was some, there was no threat? And why, when our nation was under attack, did the president not rush into action? If you say he was concerned about upsetting the children, you are the ultimate apologist. He could have told them that his mommy was on the phone and he had to see what she wanted. Our country was supposedly being attacked and he and they waited 20 minutes before they moved. This is the smoking gun of all smoking guns, Renegade Nation. Number eight, why did the FBI never list Osama bin Laden as being wanted for 9-11? Actually, we know this one because they admitted that, that they had no evidence linking him to the event. Number nine, why was there molten metal flour flowing under the wreckage of the World Trade Center for months? No jet fuel can melt, uh, can, uh, can melt metal. Nothing explainable can melt that much metal and keep it hot enough to remain molten for a month. And number 10, how did a passport of one of the so-called hijackers make it through the huge fireball and end up on the street? Of course, there are so many more, but we deserve the answers. And Renegade Nation and America, we deserve the answers. We deserve the right to ask these questions in public forums like the corporate media, the mainstream bullshit media who will not touch them with the proverbial 10-foot pole. We have gatekeepers on the internet who actively ridicule and dismiss anyone who dares to raise any of these questions. Will you be one of them? Or after really thinking about all of them, will you hope that one day when we know what went on before, during, and after the attacks of 9-11, we can all say, I did not know this, but I'm now absolutely convinced that it's true. Think about it. It's really time to think about it. My name is Richie with Renegade Talk Radio. Say prayers to those people who died in that attack. Have a nice day.